This is Money Guide with Mary Stirk from Stirk Financial Services. Now, here's Mary Stirk. Welcome to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. And today we're talking about how far will $1 million go in retirement? <laughs> you know, it was kind of a popular game show a while back that whole who wants to be a millionaire? And I think that a lot of people do. And, it, you know, a million dollars at one point in time, I remember, was the, the solid benchmark. Gosh, if you could just get to there, you'd have retirement in the bag. But as times have changed and as inflation has happened, that $1 million benchmark might not be all that it's cracked up to be anymore. So a couple of things that I want to talk about in terms of how far will $1 million go in retirement. It might be that you have diligently saved all your life and you've gotten to that point, or it might be that you're going to have to win a game show or win the lottery to get to a million dollars. But for whatever your path is to get there, let's talk a little bit about how far will a million dollars actually go for you in retirement. So here's some interesting statistics that I want to start out with. First of all, the Bureau of Labor and Statistics reports that people between the ages of 55 to 64 spend a little more than $56,000 a year per household on things like health care, clothing, housing, food or transportation, and other lifestyle expenses. So what that's telling me is that people to live the lifestyle that they want, a comfortable lifestyle, on average are needing about $56,000 a year. Now that's $4,700 a month for those of you who want me to do that math for you. That is not including taxes. That is just basic lifestyle expenses. It's also not including debt payments. So that's assuming that your debt is paid off. So there's a couple of things that I want to help you understand and correlate about how far that million dollars might actually go for you in retirement. There is an old rule of thumb that's called the 4% rule. And the 4% rule is something that allows us to project the probability of running out of money or not running out of money. And the 4% rule is based off of over 10,000 simulations of how a retirement portfolio could earn or lose money in any given year. This 4% rule basically says that if you only take out 4% of your retirement portfolio per year, you have a pretty high likelihood of not running out of money. It's not guaranteed. It still could happen. It's just a high probability of it. So that's where this kind of rule of thumb has come from. Now, if you start taking out more than 4% in any given year, or year after year after year you do that, you're basically increasing the probability that you will run out of money. So for prudent investors that kind of follow that 4% rule, that's the benchmark, right? To not take out more than 4%, just to try to fall into that high probability that you won't run out of money in retirement. Because I'm sure nobody listening wants to run out of money during their retirement. So the math on that is if you have a million dollars that you, according to the 4% rule, could pull out about $40,000 a year. Now, I just said that the average spending for lifestyle expenses is about $56,000. So you can see that there is a gap. And what that's telling us is that the old adage that a million dollars getting us through retirement might not effectively work 
if that's the only thing that you have for retirement. Now, when it comes to retirement, most people are going to have kind of a stack of income, right? You might have some social security, you might stack on top of that some pension, you might stack on top of that your investment income or money that you're going to withdraw from your portfolios. So you tend to stack up different amounts of income to replace that paycheck when it comes time for retirement. But what I'm telling you is the 4% rule suggests that if you want to live on more than 40000 and that's the only thing that you have is your investment portfolio, there could be a little bit of a gap between what you want to spend and what you can spend without a high probability of running out. Well, there are certainly some things you can do to influence your actual million dollars lasting for longer. <laughs> and one of the big things that you can do to influence it is about choosing where you live. You know, the expected length of time a million dollars could last in retirement can vary all the way from 12 years to 26 years, depending on what state you live in. And I think that's a huge difference. That's more than double. So every state has a different cost of living. Every state has different tax rules and regulations. And so where you choose to live in retirement is absolutely going to impact how long your million dollar portfolio could last for you. Now, one of the things is there are currently seven states that don't have any state tax. And then there are two more states that don't have state tax, but they do have state tax on your investment earnings. So they're a little bit different than the others. The seven states that have no state tax are Alaska, Florida, Nevada, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming. And the two states that don't have a normal state income tax but do tax your investment earnings are New Hampshire and Tennessee. So keeping that in mind in terms of the state tax, that definitely is going to play a part and have an impact on how far your million dollars can last for you in retirement. Now, there is a study done by Voya that there were five top states for stretching your million dollars as far as it can possibly go in your retirement years. And the top five states for stretching that million dollars out are actually these five, Mississippi, Arkansas, Tennessee, Kansas, and Oklahoma. And the reason for that is because the general cost of living in those states, along with their state tax rules, is more favorable for retirees. So if you want to stretch your budget as long as possible, those are the states to be thinking about living in. Now, conversely, if there's five best states, there's going to be the five worst states. So the five worst states to actually be living in to try to stretch your retirement dollars are these. Hawaii is actually the absolute worst. Oh, the Aloha state it might be one of the more beautiful states to retire in. But financially speaking, it's not the best financial state to make your million-dollar portfolio last as long as possible. The second worst is District of Columbia, followed by California, then Oregon, and then New York. So the five worst states, Hawaii, District of Columbia, not really a state, but you know what I'm talking about, California, Oregon, and New York. I think that that's very interesting. So here's the difference. The Mississippi, according to this FOIA study, your million dollar portfolio cost of living, average cost of living in that state could last you 25 years and six months 
Versus in Hawaii, the same portfolio for their cost of living would last 13 years and one month. <laughs> so you can certainly see that the state that you live in absolutely can influence and impact the overall retirement experience that you have. All right, so what can you do to actually make your million dollars try to last longer in retirement? You know, the thing about it is everybody's time that it needs to last is different, right? Some people might only live a few years in retirement. Some people might live 30 years in retirement. And the average life expectancy in the U.S. has increased dramatically. Back in 1967, it was only around age 70. So we didn't really have to worry about retirement dollars lasting as long as we do now. In 2017, it was up to age 80. And now those who reach age 65 have a one in five chance of living into their 90s. So the bottom line, people, is we are living longer, which means our money has to last for longer. Now, a longer life is absolutely great news. It affords you time to enjoy your life and to do all the things that you wanted to do. But it also means that you have to plan for a longer retirement. So $1 million lasting you over 10 years is way different than $1 million lasting you for 30 years. So how can you do some things to get those retirement dollars to stretch over time? Those are some really good questions, and those are the type of questions we get asked all the time. So let's go ahead and talk about some of the strategies you can put in place in order to make your million dollars go as far as possible for you in retirement. First of all, start trying to earn some serious interest. <laughs> performance matters. When we look at performance, whether it's performance on your investments, performance on your savings accounts, performance on your 401ks, all I can tell you is this, performance does matter. Even minute amounts of performance can stack up to be a big impact over time. So there's a couple of things that you want to be thinking about when it comes to performance. One of the issues that I see people um, kind of making some blunders on from time to time are just having too much money sitting in their savings account or their checking account really not earning anything. You know, it's important, absolutely important to have an emergency fund, no doubt about that. And it's also important to have money set aside for planned expenses. You know, maybe it's a car that you need to buy or a wedding you need to finance or a big trip that you're going to go on. Having those type of things makes a difference, and you do need to have money set aside for those things. But if you have tens of thousands of dollars more than that just sitting in an account that is earning little to no interest, you're not effectively managing that piece of your cash. So consider investing it into something that has the potential of earning more than what the bank is. Now, with all potential comes risk. There's no doubt about that. You're not going to be able to invest it in something foolproof that has all kinds of guarantees on it. When you invest, investing comes with risk. You have to be aware of that. But that's why you segregate those emergency monies, the money for planned expenses, money that you might need to use in the next year or two. Invest the excess on top of that if you feel comfortable doing so. 
on your investments themselves, on your portfolio that you already have invested, this is where doing regular quality checks comes into play. Quality checking means looking to see if your investments are performing in an above average or a below average way. There are many different ways to do this. You can use a service like Morningstar to check that, but doing quality checks helps you understand, is your portfolio leaving money on the table that the average portfolio is out there earning? What you wanna make sure is that you're consistently looking at this. When we work with clients, we are, we are doing quality checks on their portfolio on a quarterly basis in their managed accounts. And so those kind of quality checks make a big difference in the long-term success of a portfolio. So if you're not doing them, talk to your financial advisor about doing them. Call us, talk to us about doing them. But quality checking that portfolio can have a big impact on how far that portfolio will go for you in retirement. Now, the next thing that I want to talk about is to make sure that your million dollars can last as long as possible in retirement. It's to plan your finances like a professional. So there was a recent VOIA financial report that found that only about 28% of people actually consult a financial advisor. And while consulting a financial advisor may have fees or costs attached to it, the report that found that 79% of people who do use one said that they, quote unquote, know how to pursue achieving their retirement goals. They know how to set about doing it. They have a plan. They have a strategy. They know a path for them to follow that is going to push them further towards their goals. The study also found that 59% of those who use an advisor have actually calculated how much they need to retire. And 52% of them have a real formal retirement investment plan in place. And that's what I think is the most critical, having a strategy. You know, money doesn't come with instructions and you really do need a path. You need a strategy. You need a guide to help you get there. Calculating how much you need for retirement is a complex calculation and everybody's number is different. We used to be able to think, gosh, if I just had a million dollars, I can retire. And that calculation, that doesn't work anymore for a lot of people. So if you think that you might want to spend more than that original study that I talked about said, if you want a lifestyle of spending more than $56,000 a year, this is where planning like a professional really comes into play. Now, planning like a professional means a number of different things. It means looking forward and anticipating how much you might want to spend in retirement. <laughs> Some people, when I say things like that, just start to get a shiver down their spine and they think I'm telling them they have to make a budget. <laughs> we call that the B word in my office. <laughs> but a budget is something that doesn't have to be created in retirement. It can be, and it can be very helpful. But if you do not want to sit down and figure out the budget, we can also work backwards and create something that's called an income gap. So what that means is if you're living comfortably now, then you know how much income is coming into your home. You're getting regular paychecks. You know how much net income is coming into your home. So the goal in retirement might be just to continue to live comfortably like that. So an income gap analysis is where we then decide, well, what are going to be expenses that you're paying now that won't be there in retirement. 
Maybe you're going to have your mortgage paid off by that time, or maybe you won't have the expenses of a long commute or something like that. So what are you not going to have when you get to retirement? Then we have to add back in what you are going to have. And the biggest offender of that is healthcare related expenses. And we're going to discuss that a little bit more in depth here shortly. But healthcare related expenses are something that really do have a big impact on retirement planning, especially if you're going to retire early. So for your income gap, we have to add those back in. We have to know what we're planning to spend for healthcare expenses. Now, the reality is that in retirement, your tax picture changes too, right? Your tax picture changes because things are not all taxed the same. When you are working, you are paying FICA taxes on your income. But when you are retired and drawing money out of your investment portfolio, you don't have to pay those FICA taxes anymore. So yay, a little tax break for you. Another thing that changes in retirement is you don't have to save for retirement anymore. You no longer have to be putting 10, 15, 18% of your income into your 401k to save for retirement. So we don't have to replace that money. And then the last thing is that not everything is, again, tax the same. Like if you have Social Security coming in, not all of your Social Security is taxable. So there's some calculations that we can do once we know how much money you'll have coming in in retirement, what your average expenses might be just to continue your lifestyle. We can run a calculation to estimate how much money you're going to need. And that's all without you having to do any budget work. Now, for some people, doing that budget is a good thing, especially if you have absolutely no handle on how your money's working or being spent, or if you're upside down right now, if you are spending more than what you have coming in, then you might have to go the extra step of doing a budget. And we can help you with that. We have some good budget tools to help with that. But we don't have to go that route for a lot of people. We can use this income gap analysis. So Step one is figuring out what are your needs going to be in retirement. Step two is figuring out what your goals are. When do you want to retire? How old do you want to be when you stop working? And then we have to match some of these things up to figure out when is the point in your life that work actually becomes optional. Work becomes optional when the income that you have coming in and the amounts of money that you can take from your portfolio look like they're likely to support it with a high probability of success for the rest of your life, (laughs) which is another swing factor, right? We don't know how long you're going to (laughs) live. So in most planning scenarios, we kill people off in our plans around age 95. (laughs) Now, you heard me say earlier that life expectancy, you know, is in the 80s somewhere, and some people might live into their 90s, but I would sure rather err on the side of caution and plan for you to live longer than to live shorter. Because the last thing we want to do is have you run out of money in your late years and not have enough money to continue to sustain a comfortable lifestyle. Congratulations to Mary Stirk for being named three years in a row to the 2020 Forbes list for Best in State Wealth Advisors and Top Women Wealth Advisors. All right, 
Welcome back to Money Guide with Mary Stirk, where we're talking about how far will $1 million go in retirement. We've talked a little bit about the 4% rule, about you can probably take out about 4% of your portfolio a year, and there's a high likelihood that you won't run out of money. So in a million-dollar portfolio, you can pull out about $40,000 a year. If that's not enough to comfortably live, we need to think about what else you need to do to stack up income so you can comfortably retire. We've talked about how to position money to try to capture the greatest potential earnings. We've talked about states to live in that can influence your cost of living and how that impacts your retirement. And we've talked about planning your finances like a professional. Now let's talk about planning for healthcare expenses. Unfortunately, most people dramatically underestimate their healthcare expenses and they overestimate how much help they're likely to get from Medicare. In fact, a recent study from Fidelity shows that an average 65-year-old couple will need about $260,000 to cover healthcare expenses in retirement. That's huge. And healthcare expenses can bite you in a variety of ways. Deductibles, coinsurances, drug costs, health insurance premiums themselves, and then the dreaded nursing home. So there are all kinds of ways that healthcare can, can create a cash flow crunch in retirement. So the bigger the healthcare issues you have, the less your $1 million portfolio will go for you in retirement. There are a lot of people who want to retire early. And a big question we get is, well, how much should I factor to you know, pay when I'm thinking about retiring early? And what we tell people is that if you have a early retirement planned, then we would recommend that you budget at least $1,000 per person per month until you get to that Medicare age. That's a big number, and it might just be the price of your freedom, though. <laughs> it might be your ticket to being able to retire early and being able to enjoy the life that you have. So if you're willing to spend that money, then that's what we're recommending currently that you plan for. Now that can change. That's based on current healthcare availability out there for people, but it's a good thing to be thinking about when you're looking forward towards retirement. The last thing I wanna talk about is not overpaying your taxes. And one of the things that people don't really think about when taxes are, in, in, are happening in retirement is this. Being aware of how capital gains taxes work, being aware of how investment taxes work, being aware of how taxes work on Social Security, they all work a little bit differently. Also, some years it might be more advantageous for you to draw out of your Roth IRA than other years. It might be a tax benefit to do it, or you might not need the tax benefit that year. So tax planning is a very important piece of effectively managing your retirement income streams. Another thing to try to avoid to help your portfolio last longer for you in retirement is to avoid paying penalties on your 401k or any other retirement account distributions. Why pay a penalty if you don't have to? And sometimes just knowing the rules can avoid unnecessary costs, taxes, and penalties. So make sure you get information before you make a decision and be thinking about how those taxes can affect you. I think I have time for one more little bonus tip, and that's this. 
you might want to consider downsizing even if you've paid off your mortgage because housing is one of the largest expenses for retirees. And even if you have paid off your mortgage, you can still have significant housing costs because it can come in the form of property taxes, insurance for your home, and maintenance. And downsizing is one of the ways to reduce these costs. So it's something to keep in mind when you're trying to stretch your portfolio as long as possible. I hope this has been fun for you to listen to as you think about how far will a million dollars go in retirement for you. And thanks for listening to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of your audio provider and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can ensure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Insurance offered through Sterk Financial Services, which is not affiliated with Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated. Neither Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated nor its representatives provide tax or legal advice. You should consult a qualified attorney or tax professional to answer your specific questions. Sterk Financial Services is located at 350 Oak Tree Lane, Suite 150, Dakota Dunes, South Dakota, 57049 and can be reached at 605-217-3555. Forbes Best in State Wealth Advisors list includes 10 recipients per state. The award is based on qualitative and quantitative data, rating thousands of wealth advisors with a minimum of seven years of experience and weighing factors like revenue trends, assets under management, compliance records, industry experience, and best practices. The award is not based on portfolio performance or client reviews. There is no fee in exchange for rankings. Third-party rankings and recognitions are no guarantee of future investment success and do not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a higher level of performance or results. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client nor are they representative of any one client's evaluation.